Hello and welcome to the Power to Thrive podcast. This is the show that helps you overcome the barriers you have to becoming the best version of yourself and thriving in all aspects of your life. I am your host, Annie Brieu, and I'm here to help you uncover your ultimate truth and cheer you on on this journey we call life. Thank you so much for tuning in, and I hope that you enjoy the show. Have you ever found yourself delaying a goal, saying that you'll start tomorrow? Well, tomorrow is today, and I am here to tell you that it is time to act. Hello, and welcome to the Power to Thrive podcast. I am your host, Annie Brieu, and today we are jumping into everything surrounding goals. Acting now, going ahead, doing the damn thing. A lot of the time, people are stressing about actually going and starting something, and they end up stressing about not doing it for years and years to come. When I was in college, I always talked about starting a podcast, doing a blog, all of these things, and it ended up taking me years until I actually acted and did the damn thing. And the funny thing is, is that now that I have done it after such a long time, it has truly been life-changing and I wish that I had actually done it earlier. And it doesn't matter if you're, you know, wanting to become an influencer, start a business, start a family, like it doesn't matter what it is for you. I'm telling you that starting before you're ready is always the key. And what's really funny is that we're never actually going to feel ready to do it. You're never going to feel like, oh my God, right now is the time. And if you ever do feel like that, it's probably already too late. And you know, this is when imposter syndrome starts to come in. And this is when all of these limiting beliefs start to come in because you never want to act on whatever that thing is because you're like, I'm not good enough. I don't know if I can do it. What are people going to think? And These are just things that are stopping you from reaching your ultimate potential. So today we've got lots to kind of uncover when it comes to goal setting, acting now, and just freaking doing the damn thing. We're going to jump into the psychological roots of procrastination, the power of the present moment, setting clear goals, breaking down barriers to your action, the five second rule, which if you haven't heard, it is just incredible, momentum and the compound effect accountability and surrounding yourself with the right people, tools and resources, and then yeah, some fun other little stories. So whether you want to believe it or not, if you are not jumping for action and going and just doing the damn thing, you are procrastinating. So let's get into the psychological roots of procrastination. What is procrastination? It is the act of delaying or postponing tasks. Sometimes People procrastinate because they overestimate how much that they can achieve in a certain time frame. This is probably the most you know, popular and important thing, really making sure that you are setting clear goals, which we will talk about later. But people also may feel overwhelmed by tasks that keep pouring in from every direction. So if you're just you know, trying to get so many things done, even if it's not in a ridiculous time frame, it might just be too much to do all at once. So organizational strategies can be really helpful in, you know, these kinds of cases. So time management 
really can limit procrastination behaviors. And so we'll kind of chat about that a little bit later. But the reason as for why people procrastinate so much is usually based off of imbalances of motivation. A lot of people that suffer from ADHD will often feel this way. And this really is the reason as for why that you can't rely on motivation. You can never rely 100% on motivation because motivation comes and goes. And so when you're trying to achieve goals and you're trying to take action, if you wait until you're motivated, you might have already missed your chance. And so this is when becoming really determined and becoming really focused on a goal is the most important thing. Now, you know, I'm going to use my podcast as an example because I had postponed that for such a long time, even though I wanted to do it for the longest time. And so by the time that I had actually started doing my podcast, podcasts were going viral. And I'm like, you know, frig, I wish that I started five years ago when I wanted to. But, you know, instead I've waited and now it's, you know, taken too long. But I had waken up so many more mornings and I was telling to myself like, okay, today's going to be the day, but then I wasn't feeling motivated. I wasn't in the mood and I just got to a point where I was just like done. Like this is going to happen. We're going to freaking do this thing. And I was not feeling motivated. I wasn't feeling good. I'm pretty sure I was on my period. Sorry, TMI. But like I had so many things going on, but I just said to myself, like if you listen to my last episode, I would talk about cutthroat mentality, which is essentially a metaphor for just like cutting all of the mental bullshit and just going and doing the damn thing. So like cutthroat, it's kind of like, like that's cutthroat. (laughs) I don't know if it makes sense, but it works for me. But I essentially just got into that cutthroat mentality where I was like, it doesn't matter how I feel. It doesn't matter how I look. It doesn't matter if I'm motivated or not. I am just doing the damn thing. So when you are trying to overcome procrastination, it's really important that you start to recognize that motivation is bullshit. It's just something temporary and it's not going to push you through. And even think about, you know, if you are trying to dedicate yourself to a workout regimen, like the first week, yeah, you're all motivated. Everyone's all motivated. Everyone's feeling great. What happens the second week? Well, people are in pain. People aren't feeling good. People are tired. People are crusty. People are not wanting to go and work out. So what happens at the end of the month when you go to look at your results? Well, you weren't motivated the second week, so you didn't do anything. So then at the end of the month, you don't have those results. And this is the same thing. When you're trying to get you know, something done, don't rely on motivation. Never rely on motivation because it's not going to get you to where you are wanting to go. Now, it's important to note that, you know, one huge psychological component of procrastination may sometimes stem from underlying factors such as trauma, anxiety, or depression. So when we are faced, you know, with a task, whether it's at work or personal life, whatever, the fight or flight response can be triggered, leading to a cycle of avoidant behaviors. And so it's really important to start finding ways to deal with this procrastination. So if you find that, you know, you are somebody that has a lot of anxiety or depression and you start to procrastinate and things don't get done, this is when the mindset component plays a huge role, right? If you're getting anxiety or depression, maybe finding meditation or going for a walk or, you know, doing something that is not very long because also if you are someone that procrastinates, like I procrastinate all the time and I am queen of like leaving the important things to do at last. And I'll be like, I have to clean my whole entire house. Well, cleaning my whole entire house takes eight hours. And in that eight hours, I could have done that thing 800 times. So, 
finding something that is short that is going to be able to kind of help you mentally prepare feel confident and ground yourself because obviously like these trauma responses will come in and you know if you're someone which I've heard before but if you're someone that says like oh it's a trauma response like I'll wait until I go see a psychologist or I'll wait until I do this or I'll wait and I'll I'll do that you're actually just procrastinating in that so find something if you're someone that stresses a lot and has a lot of anxiety something like breath work is really incredible i use the wim hof uh, strategy which you can find it's completely free it's 11 minutes for beginners on youtube um and it's transformational you do that 11 minutes and all of a sudden you feel so grounded now if you're someone who you know suffers with a lot of depression maybe finding a five minute motivational um meditation might be really good because you want to boost that mood. If you're feeling low, you want to boost the mood. If you're feeling anxious and out of control, you want to bring yourself back down and ground yourself. When we start to look at the psychological roots of procrastination and you know why it is actually happening, it's because you have a fear of failure. You're either a perfectionist you're, you're, you have a fear of judgment and you also might have a lack of self-discipline. So, I mean, number one, I think that, you know, people wear this perfectionism badge of honor. We glorify the hell out of it, but you know, nothing is perfect. Perfection is impossible. And so if you're ever striving for perfection, you're striving for nothing. You're in the dead zone. It's not happening. And, you know, if you have that fear of failure, if you're really afraid, like, oh my God, I'm going to fail. These are limiting beliefs and you can rewire that with, you know, affirmations. I'm starting to post a lot of those. You can do hypnosis, really focus in on meditation and, you know, journaling, all of that kind of stuff will help to kind of rewire and dump out those negative thoughts in your brain. When you have those negative thoughts in your brain, that fear of failure, those limiting beliefs, you want to try to find an outlet to minimize all of that nonsense because that's really just noise in your brain and it's just fogging up you know space for what truly can be incredible and then when it comes to fear of judgment we're all kind of afraid of being judged and so we need to replace that with I just don't care right? Like I remember when I started posting on Instagram and getting consistent and all of that kind of stuff, literally this sounds so stupid, but I was like, oh my God, you know, this and this person from high school still follows me. And like, what are they going to think? Well, I haven't seen so-and-so from high school in like 11 years. And if they judge me, who the heck cares? Right. I always try to think like, at least this is my mindset and I hope that it does help somebody, but like I always think like, okay, and maybe it's cryptic, but it helps me. Okay. But I always think like when I'm on my deathbed and I'm looking back at my life, am I going to give a shit about so-and-so that I haven't seen in however long, you know, am I going to care about all of these people that don't freaking matter? No, I am going to care about the fact that I just didn't give a shit and I went and I did it anyways. I'm going to care that I have gone and just full force dove into my dreams and I accomplished something. That is what I am going to care about. I'm not going to give a shit about all of these random people that don't matter and that are judging me. So if that helps you try to think of it that way, but 
you need to try to like ground into some form of mental space that's going to allow you to eliminate the care of judgment. Because at the end of the day, everyone is going to judge you. But why the hell does it matter? It doesn't matter. You matter. Your goals matter. What you want in life matters. The people that you love matter. That is what matters. And now in terms of lack of self-discipline, when, you know, oh gosh, I mean, I really want to use this as an example. So, because I think a lot of people struggle with this, but you know, I have a friend who has a really hard time with drinking and other substances and all of these kinds of things, buying things, overindulgence. And, you know, she really has a lack of self-discipline. And what I tell her is that, you know, When it comes to the lack of self-discipline, when we have all of these substances and other things, it will cloud our judgment. And, you know, especially if we are people that, you know, are drawn to having way too much going on in our schedules and are so busy and all of that kind of stuff, it's really hard to discipline ourselves. But I want you to really kind of visualize, and this is what I tell her, I say, visualize your brain as being like a parent and telling yourself like there is no other option this is it there's no other option again this is the cutthroat mentality and I love the cutthroat mentality as savage as it might sound because it has helped me and forced me into doing things that I want to back out of all the time when I was in university I started getting up at 5 a.m and going to the gym and every morning I was like oh my god I don't want to do this I don't want to do this this is not happening oh screw it I'm not going to do it and then when I started to think like okay no like I have this like parent, you know, in my head telling me, forcing me, there is no other option. Boom. There is no other option. Annie, you're doing this, whether you like it or not, there's no other option. And so getting into the mindset that like, there's no other freaking option. This is it is a really incredible step. I also later on in this podcast, I'm going to be talking about the five second rule, um, by Mel Robbins. And you know, if you have a hard time with discipline, this is going to be something that is really going to be changing your life. And so I just want you to, for one second, think about the cost of procrastination, okay? Delayed dreams, feeling guilty, it increases your stress, and worst of all is missed opportunities. And so not that I'm wanting to make you feel bad about procrastinating, but I just want you to recognize every single time that you are about to go and procrastinate something, like, you're delaying your dreams, you're going to feel like shit, you're going to have worse stress, and you're going to be missing out on the opportunities that you are sitting here dreaming about. So just think of that for a second. And so for a little bit of a mindset shift, I want you to look at the importance and the power of the present moment. The concept of now, like life only happens in the present moment. Every moment that you spend waiting is just another moment lost. And so I want you to start really grounding yourself in the present moment. I personally love to do breathing techniques when it comes to grounding myself in the present moment. I'll just like take a moment. I put my feet on the ground. I put my hands on my knees. I'll be sitting or you could be cross-legged. It doesn't really matter. But I will just start doing, you know, the breath that I always do in every single one of my episodes. But I'll breathe in through my nose 
for four, I hold for two and I breathe out for six. And I will, you know, focus on the way that my body feels with every single breath. And this is just something really small that you can do. It takes like two minutes and it will start to ground you into the present moment. Unfortunately, our society, we are so focused on like what's happening in the future. Think about the future. Think about the past. And no one is actually sitting and thriving and enjoying in the present moment. And, you know, like I said, we only live in the present moment. Life only happens in the present moment. And the more that you can start to position yourself in the present moment, the more that you can gain control over your thoughts. And once you start to gain control over your thoughts, you gain control over your beliefs and you gain control over your actions. And your actions are what are going to drive you towards your results, towards your goals. And so taking, you know, daily intention to ground yourself in the present moment is something that is going to bring you one step closer to the action and remove you away from that BS procrastination that's holding you back. And I'm telling you that when you act immediately, it starts to create a sense of accomplishment. It's, you know, motivating, motivating you further. It's making you feel so incredible. And just remember that because you deserve that. That is the energy that you deserve. Completing the task, doing it, moving forward, and just doing the damn thing. So now let's chat about actually setting clear goals. This is something that, you know, in terms of procrastination and not going and, you know, taking action on your goals, This is sometimes the biggest thing because people will either, you know, put like 10 different goals in in too short of a time span or, you know, they're not actually recognizing how long a certain task takes. And, you know, one of my mentor always says that like, you know, put your goal into the GPS and that's where you need to go. I find that a lot of people don't actually have a clear vision, like Imagine climbing a ladder only to find that it's against the wrong wall. Like this is the importance of knowing your destination, right? So when you're thinking about your goals, when you're thinking about all of these things, what what are you entering into the GPS? Think of it that way. Where are you going? Have a direction. And if you don't know where you're going, then it might not be the right time to act. This might be a time to kind of ponder and do a little bit of inner work or whatever that it is. If you need some assistance in terms of, you know, goals and all of that kind of stuff, I do have one-on-one sessions and you can reach out to me to find out more. I've chatted about this so many times in my other podcast episodes, but break down your goals. Number one, set realistic goals. Number two, work backwards, right? You've got the goal. Now break it down. What do you need to do every single month, every single week, every single day in order to accomplish that goal? For example, if you want to lose 10 pounds in two months, then how are you going to do that? Okay. You're going to jog and maybe maintain a calorie deficit. So go into your calendar and legitimately 
time block the time that you're going to be going jogging and be realistic. I always see this and like as an example, jogging, like I'll see people be like, okay, from nine to 10, I'm jogging, but then they don't take into account that they have to shower, that they have to do, you know, this, this, and that. And so they get all stressed out. Oh my God, I don't have the time. Look at things realistically. What do you need to do? Okay. If you're going to go jogging, you might have to walk to the path that takes 10 minutes. So add that into your time schedule. The actual jog is going to be an hour. So, and then when you get back home, you have to shower. That might be another 10 minutes and then you have to get ready that might be another 20 minutes so that right there is like around an hour and a half add that in because when you start to pile up all of these things that you want to do in a day and you're not making it realistic you're setting yourself up for failure and now commit to your goals Studies show that writing your goals down increases the likelihood of achieving them so if you want a little boost write them down have a partner have something Stay committed to your goals. And obviously this kind of piggybacks off of what I was saying beforehand, but you know, find those things that are going to ground you, that are going to help you and essentially stay committed, stay committed and do the things that you need to do in order to achieve your goals. And so what I kind of want to jump into next is breaking down the barriers to action. This is huge right? And I've chatted again about this, but you know, a lot of the common barriers that we face is, you know, quote unquote, waiting for the perfect moment. Uh, Like I hear that all the time. When is, when is the perfect moment? If someone has the answer for when the perfect moment is, please reach out to me. I want to know when is the perfect moment because I've never actually seen and or heard of the perfect moment, but you know, we might get overwhelmed and what we call is analysis paralysis, which is like when we actually get to what we're wanting to do and we kind of like get paralyzed. So ways around all of this is creating real strategies, prioritize certain tasks, set smaller milestones, especially, you know, for example, going back to this weight loss one, but like, you know, losing 10 pounds in two months rather than like, I see these ridiculous things losing 10 pounds in two weeks. Obviously, this is just an example and this can go with any of your goals. It could even be like reading a book, like you want to read like a 500 page book in one week. That might not be realistic. Try to do 10 pages a day, right? Set smaller milestones. And once you have achieved those smaller milestones, then set bigger ones. But don't, you know, try to do too much at once that you just get overwhelmed and you don't end up actually going forth and committing to any of it. So set the smaller milestones and also every little milestone, I want you to congratulate yourself because that right there is huge. And also remember that perfection is subjective and it's just absolutely impossible to achieve. And so I'm going to use this little example, but when you're trying to find strategies, um, you know, to break down all of the barriers to actions, here's a really great example. So again, with the gym ones, I know I'm always here with like the weight loss and gym things, please again, don't come at me, but Let's say you're wanting, you know, one of the biggest goals is going to the gym at 5 a.m. in the morning. This is legitimately what I did when I was in university, when I started to, you know, I set this goal and it took me over a year to actually accomplish this goal. But what really helped me is that, you know, I started to look at all of the barriers 
that I was facing prior to actually going forth and completing this action. And for me, it was, you know, I would get up in the morning. Number one, I wasn't in the mood to get up. Who wants to get up at 5 a.m.? Not me. So I would, you know, when I wasn't prepared, I would get up at 5 a.m. I'd have to pack up all my stuff, fill up my water bottle, do this, get my shoes. And it was just like madness. Honestly, it was like madness at 5 a.m. in the morning. I'm exhausted. And so I just wouldn't do it. So what I started to do is that the night beforehand, I made sure that my gym bag was fully prepared. I had my water bottle completely full. I had my shoes set, my keys at the door. So essentially when I had to wake up the next morning, my alarm would go off. I would grab my bag, grab my things, and I would be out the door. It would literally take me five minutes to get out the door because I cut every single one of those barriers prior to you want to make sure that you are making that action as easy as possible, right? Baby steps. You want to literally like preface everything that you're doing and treat it like a baby. All of your actions, treat it like a baby, right? Like prepare everything, do everything that you really can in advance so that when you go to do that action to get committed and stay consistent towards your goal, make it easy as possible. Break down every single barrier to that action so that it is easy. And now with this, again comes mindset. Obviously, this is like the overarching theme of everything, but there's a really, really incredible theory by um, Carol Dwecks, I believe is her last name. Don't quote me on that, but you know, she says a growth mindset sees challenges as opportunities to grow. So always try to focus on having a growth mindset. If there is a challenge, try not to get so run down by it. This is really just another stepping stone to success. It's just another opportunity for you to grow and learn more. And I'm telling you that when you are on this journey to success, when you are trying to accomplish whatever action that it is to get to your goal, you're going to face challenges and you need to just accept that. It's just part of it. But let's try to lean into this growth mindset where these challenges are just another opportunity to grow. They're not setting you back. It's actually helping you. It's pushing you forward because now you know more than you know beforehand. And this leads me right into the five second rule. This is Mel Robbins concept. And, you know, if you haven't heard of the five second rule, honestly, just go on YouTube and look it up listen to Mel Robbins. She is so inspirational. I love her so, so much, but essentially, you know, Mel Robbins for years and years and years was feeling, you know, she wasn't ever able to get up in the morning. She was never able to do all of these actions and goals and any of these things. She was always just kind of, you know, falling back. And so she came up with this five second rule. And I think she calls it like the rocket rule as well. And essentially what it really is, is, you know, she was waking up every single morning and she couldn't get up. And she came up with the idea that if she just says five, four, three, two, one, go within five seconds, if you can just say that and move on it, your brain doesn't actually have enough time to stop you from completing the goal. And so for her, one of the biggest things was getting out of bed in the morning. And so she came up with a five second rule where she is not allowing her brain enough time to even think about an excuse or about why, you know, this, this, or that you shouldn't be doing it. There's no time for it. Five, four, three, two, one, go. It's like a rocket. Five, four, three, two, one, 
go and literally just jump and go and do it. If you're hesitating on whatever that it is in your life, just count down five, four, three, two, one, go. This is very much aligned with the cutthroat mentality because it's honestly just like cut it, do it. There's no thought behind it. Really what it does is that it's just stopping you from overthinking and it just propels you to act. If you have an impulse to act on a goal, you must physically move within five seconds in order for your brain to just stop, in order for your brain to just kill the nonsense of the idea to do it. It is quite honestly one of the most powerful things. And if you haven't tried it, I want you to try it with something small today and then let me know how that worked. All right, now let's jump into momentum and the compound effect. If you haven't heard of these, these are two really powerful and incredible things in terms of taking action and reaching your goals. So the first one, um, and this is really the idea from Darren Hardy's book, The Compound Effect. If you haven't read it, I highly, highly recommend it. But essentially what this book is stating is that it's highlighting the results of small, consistent actions over time. I find that, you know, people are always so quick to jump to having everything done within a day. They want everything done. But you know, small, consistent actions will give you bigger results. And yes, it might take a little bit longer, but consistency always wins. And so I want you, you know, to kind of look at small actions that you can start to do every single day that will move you and propel you towards your goals. Because if you are, you know, it, let's say you don't have a morning routine at all. You get up, you go to work, and that's all that you do. And you're wanting to implement a morning routine. I would suggest starting with something small, a five-minute meditation. Do that for a couple of weeks. Once you've hit that, then you know add in something else for 20 minutes. Rather than you know waking up tomorrow and going from zero to 100, and you know having a three-hour morning routine, like that is not realistic. You're not going to be able to consistently do that when you, you know, were actually just first never having a morning routine at all. So it's really just looking at the small actions that you can start to make in order to get those great big results. And now the compound effect, which, I mean, this is the snowball effect. Um, you know, I, I always like to use the example of when I started to jog and I started running. This was like way back in the day and I really wish that I was still jogging, but it like killed my knees anyways. But when I was in high school, I really wanted to start jogging, but it, I just got so out of breath and I just could not do it. I really, I could barely run, not even for five minutes. And so what I started to do is that I started, you know, to say, okay, I'm going to start off with five minutes and that's what I'm going to do. And then the next day I would do six minutes and then the next day I would do seven minutes and then I would do eight minutes. And then it got to the point that by the end of the year, I was able to run over an hour, no problem. And this is the snowball effect, right? Again, you want to start small and work your way up. Now, Tony Robbins has a quote that I've written here. It's not what we do once in a while that shapes our lives. It's what we do consistently. So right? Like this is all about consistency. What can you do consistently? Because if you just do something, even if it's incredible, just one day, it's not going to create any change in your life. You want to do something that's small and consistent. And that is what is going to bring you all of that incredible, incredible success. And now 
If you're having a really hard time with consistency, I want you to start looking at potentially having an accountability partner or some form of accountability to help you and persuade you to continue and stay consistent. And it might be surrounding yourself with the right people. And now, I mean, I talk about this all the time in terms of mindset and, you know, creating life, but surrounding yourself with the right people is huge. Really, really, really huge. You know, there's another famous quote, Jim Rohn says, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. When you think of that, it's really scary. Those five people that you spend the most amount of time with, what do they do in their lives? You know, are they crushing goals or are they sitting on the couch watching TV for hours? Like what is it that they're doing? So the right environment is truly everything. So look at your goals Look at who you surround yourself with and I'll leave that there for you. But now in terms of an accountability partner, discuss with someone like, you know, do they have the same goals as you? Can you text each other in the morning to confirm that you've done it? Do you have like a notion platform that you can have a tracker or a tracking app? Find some form of accountability, whether it's a partner, whether it's an app, whether it's anything that's going to help you stay committed because this is something that is so small that will help you in the long run, right? Again, it's not about doing it just one time. It's about doing it many times and staying consistent with it. If you don't have an accountability partner and you're looking for like some form of habit tracking, this is something that I did for a really long time and I honestly loved it, but there's an app that's called Habit Bull. There's honestly tons of them, but Habit Bull, which is H-A-B-I-T-B-U-L-L. This is a really great app. It honestly just helps to keep you just on track every single morning, taking that off. I don't know, for me as a Capricorn, it just like, I love it. I really just like, you know, anything that can help assist in creating change in your life, whether it's, you know, something small, whether it's free, whatever that it is, like, honestly, try it out. There's no harm in it. Now, if you are a reader, I have two books that I really highly recommend that personally just helped kind of shift my my thoughts when it came to procrastinating, taking action and doing the damn thing. And those two books are number one, Atomic Habits by James Clear. This one went viral. Everyone talks about it. It is honestly amazing atomic habits essentially you know with the snowball effect and you know the compound effect all of that kind of stuff he's really just talking about how you know if you strive to be one percent better every single day by the end of the year you're going to be 365 percent better rather than trying to be 365 percent better the next day look at it one percent better every single day it is honestly an incredible book incredible book. I highly recommend it. Check it out. The second book is The War of Art by Stephen Pressfield. This is another really incredible book that I just dove into and I just like soaked it up. And so if you're a reader, read these two books and truly it's really going to help you. But um, I just want to say that like you guys truly are able to change your lives. If you're wanting to, you know, just take action and you're having a really, really hard time, look back at the procrastination, look back at what you're doing. Out of everything that I have said today, if you can take anything, I really would say number one is create real, realistic, smart goals. 
um, and really work back and add everything into your calendar. I find that that is transformational. If you really suffer with procrastination, the five second rule is something that I have used and I still to this day use that has transformed my life. And so I really hope that these, you know, tips and tricks have been able to help you out today. I think that if you just focus on one little thing every single day, you know, like James Clear says, if you focus on being 1% better every single day, by the end of the year, you're going to be 365% better. So just think of it that way. If you guys need any help or support in terms of reaching your goals and creating the life of your dreams, I am 100% here to support you. I do have one-on-one calls. I have clients that I have been able to really just help in just changing that mindset. It really does start with the mind and your belief in yourself because at the end of the day, you can do it. 100% you can do it. Don't wait for motivation because motivation is just bullshit and it's temporary. Sure, it feels really great in the moment and I'm all for a motivational speech, but don't rely on motivation. Rely on everything else. Go through, take some notes. If you have to re-listen to this episode, go ahead. But Honestly, you are the creator of your own life and there's so much that you can do. So, and I promise that if you start today, one year from now, you are going to be so happy. That being said, one year from now, you'll wish that you had started today. So just start whatever that it is, just start. And I'm telling you that once you just do it, you're going to feel so freaking good and just congratulate yourself honestly celebrate all of the small wins if you get up and do a five minute meditation in the morning and that was your goal um hell yeah celebrate that because honestly you deserve it now i love you guys so so much i hope that you enjoyed today's episode as a reminder i have started on mondays doing magic mondays which are going to be affirmations they might be time techniques visualizations all of that kind of mindset stuff so if you are looking for something to really help transform your mind tune in on Mondays. There's something new coming every single Monday. And on Wednesdays, we are going to have all of these really deep, informative posts. So I love you guys so, so much. Please do not forget to like, review, subscribe, all of the things. I appreciate you guys so, so much. And I hope you have an incredible day.